Hello, writers. You know how some books stick with you for years? Maybe it was the shocking twist at the end, or the content that resonated with something you were going through at the time. Books can stay with us for all kinds of reasons, and I'd like to share one that stuck with me with you today. About 10 years ago, I read a novel called The Miracle Life of Edgar Mint by Brady Udall. To be honest, while I remember enjoying the book, I don't actually remember much about the story anymore. What has never left me, though, is how the first paragraph grabbed me. And I'd actually like to read it to you now. If you want to follow along, there's a link in the show notes to the book on Amazon where you can find a sneak peek into the book. But hopefully it goes without saying that if you buy it, you should go through your local independent bookstore. Okay, here's the first paragraph of The Miracle Life of Edgar Mint by Brady Udall. If I could tell you only one thing about my life, it would be this. When I was seven years old, the mailman ran over my head. As formative events go, nothing else comes close. My careening zigzag existence, my wounded brain and faith in God, my collisions with joy and affliction, all of it has come, in one way or another, out of that moment on a summer morning when the left rear tire of a United States postal jeep ground my tiny head into the hot gravel of the San Carlos Apache Indian Reservation. I love to use this book as an example of a powerful introduction to a story, and I've used it with both young and adult writers. Today, we're going to use this paragraph to explore why it worked so well as a hook to keep me reading through the rest of the book, and how we as writers can implement these same strategies. Welcome to episode 24. Stephanie Detlefs, writer and book coach, and this is the Hello Writers Podcast. Together we'll discover inspiration, motivation, and practical tools to take into your writing life right now. Welcome. So let's look at what author Brady Udall did so effectively in this paragraph. First, he grabbed us with a surprising event right at the start, the fact that when Edgar was seven, the mailman ran over his head. Now, your story might not have such a wild catalyst. I know mine doesn't. But what Udall is doing here is he's starting right in the middle of the action. If you were to keep reading, you'd see that the next paragraph, he brings us right to that moment. The story present is when he is seven years old, when the accident occurred. Starting your story in the middle of the action is a really effective way to hook your reader. It's tempting to want to dump a bunch of information in the beginning to set up the events. You know, information such as the setting and the backstory. We feel like we need to tell the reader some things before we jump into the action. If you notice, though, Udall included quite a bit of information in this first paragraph. He told us where the action is taking place, the San Carlos Apache Indian Reservation, which is at this point, we can assume where Edgar lives and likely gives us some cultural information about Edgar. So rather than just dumping that information at the start by saying something like, Edgar Mint grew up on the San Carlos Apache Indian Reservation, he was seven years old. Udall weaves that information into the narrative in a seamless way. 
This also helps to hook the reader. Information dumps are boring, but weaving that same information right into the action is interesting and gives us context for the action that's happening. The next thing that Udall does is give us a bit of foreshadowing as to what is to come in the story. He says, my zigzag existence, my wounded brain and faith in God, my collisions with joy and affliction. This is telling us a couple of things about the rest of the book. First, we're likely to follow Edgar through many years and many different experiences, which is also hinted at by the title, of course. But the other thing it does right away is give us some broad concepts to which we can immediately connect on a human level. We've all had joys and afflictions, we've all grappled on some level with faith, and we've all had some sort of zigzag in our past. What we're immediately able to do is recognize that Edgar is a three-dimensional human being with whom we're going to be able to connect on some emotional level, even if our own experiences are nothing like his. This is a fabulous strategy for hooking your reader. Show them right away that your protagonist is a fully developed human, not a cardboard cutout of one. The final thing I'd like to point out is that Udall immediately sets the tone for the book. Though I don't remember much of the story anymore, I do remember that when I read it, it took me on an emotional roller coaster. There were parts that were laugh out loud funny and parts that were soul tearing. That back and forth tone is established right from the start in this first paragraph. So if you can identify the overall tone of your book and incorporate it into those early paragraphs, your reader will know what to expect and hopefully agree to come along on the ride. If in your work, you're looking for another example of an opening with a different tone and is actually a memoir, not a fictional piece of work, but offers all of these same strategies, I recommend The Glass Castle by Jeanette Walls. I'll put a link in the show notes to the Amazon sneak peek of that one as well. The Glass Castle is a memoir, and while Udall's book starts at the very beginning, Walls starts her book at the end. You'll see what I mean when you read the first page. So to review, here are some strategies that you can play with in the first pages of your book. First, start in the middle of the action. Second, weave information and backstory in as appropriate, rather than dumping it all in at the start. Third, show right away that your character is a fully developed three-dimensional human being, or just being, if you're writing fantasy or sci-fi. And finally, set the tone of the book from the very beginning. No matter where you are in the writing process, I encourage you to go back and look at those early paragraphs through the lens of these four strategies and see if a little tweaking can't make them that much more engaging. I've made you a handout for this episode with those four strategies and the two book recommendations. And you can find that at hellowriters.net slash 24. And if you'd like some support with how to hook your reader within the first pages of your book, or anything else that's keeping your novel from moving forward, sign up today for an Unstick Your Story consultation. It's a one-time questionnaire and call with me to work through specific issues that are keeping you from making progress on your book. Whether the issue is related to your writing process 
or the story itself, I promise you that we can figure it out together. Learn more and sign up at hellowriters.net slash stuck. That's hellowriters.net slash stuck. Writers, remember that a piece of writing isn't truly finished until it's been received and read by another person. Writing is communication between the author and the reader. So let's make sure that the reader is hooked from the very beginning so that they see how much your story matters, because it does matter. I'll talk to you next week. Thank you for listening to the Hello Writers podcast. I hope you found today's episode meaningful for your writing life. I also hope that you'll subscribe to the podcast so that you never miss an episode. To learn more, visit hellowriters.net.